Today on Commuter Bible, Jeremiah faithfully prophesies to the priests and leaders of Judah, only to receive a beating and public humiliation. It's Jeremiah chapter 17 through 20 and Psalm 119 verses 65 through 80. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible podcast to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Jeremiah continues his pronouncement against the persistent sin of Judah as our text begins today, saying that those who trust in men are cursed and those who trust in the Lord will be blessed. Not long after this, Jeremiah must put this very teaching into practice. For after gathering the priests, prophets, and leaders of Judah to declare the judgment of the Lord, he is beaten, put in the stocks, and humiliated by one of the priests. Both before and after this event, Jeremiah pleads with the Lord to do something about the humiliation he endures, lamenting in sorrow over the day he was born. Jeremiah, chapters 17 through 20. The sin of Judah is inscribed with an iron stylus. With a diamond point, it is engraved on the tablet of their hearts and on the horns of their altars, while their children remember their altars and their Asherah poles by the green trees on the high hills, my mountains in the countryside. I will give up your wealth and all your treasures as plunder because of the sin of your high places in all your borders. You will, on your own, relinquish your inheritance that I gave you. I will make you serve your enemies in a land you do not know, for you have set my anger on fire. It will burn forever. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the person who trusts in mankind. He makes human flesh his strength, and his heart turns from the Lord. He will be like a juniper in the Arabah. He cannot see when good comes, but dwells in the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land where no one lives. The person who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence indeed is the Lord, is blessed. He will be like a tree planted by water. It sends its roots outward toward a stream. It doesn't fear when heat comes, and its foliage remains green. It will not worry in a year of drought or cease producing fruit. The heart is more deceitful than anything else, and incurable. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, examine the mind. I test the heart to give to each according to his way, according to what his actions deserve. He who makes a fortune unjustly is like a partridge that hatches eggs it didn't lay. In the middle of his life, his riches will abandon him. So in the end, he will be a fool." A glorious throne on high from the beginning is the place of our sanctuary. Lord, the hope of Israel, all who abandon you will be put to shame. All who turn away from me will be written in the dirt. 
for they have abandoned the Lord, the fountain of living water. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are my praise. Hear how they keep challenging me. Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come. But I have not run away from being your shepherd, and I have not longed for the fatal day. You know my words were spoken in your presence. Don't become a terror to me. You are my refuge in the day of disaster. Let my persecutors be put to shame, but don't let me be put to shame. Let them be terrified, but don't let me be terrified. Bring on them the day of disaster. Shatter them with total destruction. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand at the people's gate, through which the kings of Judah enter and leave, as well as at all the gates of Jerusalem. Announce to them, Hear the word of the Lord, kings of Judah, all Judah, and all the residents of Jerusalem who enter through these gates. This is what the Lord says. Watch yourselves. Do not pick up a load and bring it in through Jerusalem's gates on the Sabbath day. Do not carry a load out of your houses on the Sabbath day or do any work. But keep the Sabbath day holy, just as I commanded your ancestors. They wouldn't listen or pay attention, but became obstinate, not listening or accepting discipline. However, if you listen to me, this is the Lord's declaration, and do not bring loads through the gates of this city on the Sabbath day, but keep the Sabbath day holy and do no work on it, kings and princes will enter through the gates of this city. They will sit on the throne of David. They will ride in chariots and on horses with their officials, the men of Judah and the residents of Jerusalem. This city will be inhabited forever. Then people will come from the cities of Judah and from the area around Jerusalem, from the land of Benjamin and from the Judean foothills, from the hill country and from the Negev, bringing burnt offerings and sacrifices, grain offerings and frankincense, and thanksgiving sacrifices to the house of the Lord. But if you do not listen to me, to keep the Sabbath day holy, by not carrying a load while entering the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. I will set fire to its gates, and it will consume the citadels of Jerusalem and not be extinguished.
This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down at once to the potter's house. There I will reveal my words to you. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was, working away at the wheel. But the jar that he was making from the clay became flawed in the potter's hand. So he made it into another jar, as it seemed right for him to do. The word of the Lord came to me. House of Israel, can I not treat you as this potter treats his clay? This is the Lord's declaration. Just like clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, house of Israel. At one moment, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will uproot, tear down, and destroy it. However, if that nation about which I have made the announcement turns from its evil, I will relent concerning the disaster I had planned to do to it. At another time, I might announce concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it. However, if it does what is evil in my sight by not listening to me, I will relent concerning the good I had said I would do to it. So now, say to the men of Judah and to the residents of Jerusalem, This is what the Lord says. Look, I am about to bring harm to you and make plans against you. Turn now each from your evil way and correct your ways and your deeds. But they will say, It's hopeless. We will continue to follow our plans, and each of us will continue to act according to the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Ask among the nations, Who has heard things like these? Virgin Israel has done a most horrible thing. Does the snow of Lebanon ever leave the highland crags? Or does cold water flowing from a distance ever fail? Yet my people have forgotten me. They burn incense to worthless idols that make them stumble in their ways on the ancient roads and make them walk on new paths, not the highway. They have made their land a horror, a perpetual object of scorn. All who pass by it will be appalled and shake their heads. I will scatter them before the enemy like the east wind. I will show them my back and not my face on the day of their calamity. Then certain ones said, Come, let's make plans against Jeremiah, for instruction will never be lost from the priest, or counsel from the wise, or a word from the prophet. Come, let's denounce him, and pay no attention to all his words. Pay attention to me, Lord. Hear what my opponents are saying. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember how I stood before you to speak good on their behalf, to turn your anger from them. Therefore, hand their children over to famine and give them over to the power of the sword 
Let their wives become childless and widowed, their husbands slain by deadly disease, their young men struck down by the sword in battle. Let a cry be heard from their houses when you suddenly bring raiders against them, for they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. But you, Lord, know all their deadly plots against me. Do not wipe out their iniquity. Do not blot out their sin before you. Let them be forced to stumble before you. Deal with them in the time of your anger. This is what the Lord says. Go, buy a potter's clay jar. Take some of the elders of the people and some of the leading priests and go out to Ben-Hanam Valley near the entrance of the potsherd gate. Proclaim there the words I speak to you. Say, Hear the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and residents of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I am going to bring such a disaster on this place that everyone who hears about it will shudder, because they have abandoned me and made this a foreign place. They have burned incense in it to other gods that they, their ancestors, and the kings of Judah have never known. They have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built high places to Baal, on which to burn their children in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, something I have never commanded or mentioned. I never entertained the thought. Therefore, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's declaration. When this place will no longer be called Topheth and Ben-Hanam Valley, but Slaughter Valley, I will spoil the plans of Judah and Jerusalem in this place. I will make them fall by the sword before their enemies, by the hand of those who intend to take their life. I will provide their corpses as food for the birds of the sky and for the wild animals of the land. I will make this city desolate, an object of scorn. Everyone who passes by it will be appalled and scoff because of all its wounds. I will make them eat the flesh of their sons and their daughters, and they will eat each other's flesh in the distressing siege inflicted on them by their enemies who intend to take their life. Then you are to shatter the jar in the presence of the people going with you, and you are to proclaim to them, This is what the Lord of armies says, I will shatter these people and make this city like one who shatters a potter's jar that can never again be mended. They will bury the dead in Topheth because there is no other place for burials. That is what I will do to this place. This is the declaration of the Lord and to its residents, making this city like Topheth the houses of Jerusalem and the houses of the kings of Judah will become impure like that place Topheth. All the houses on whose rooftops they have burned incense to all the stars in the sky and poured out drink offerings to other gods. 
Jeremiah returned from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophesy, stood in the courtyard of the Lord's temple, and proclaimed to all the people, This is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. I am about to bring on this city and on all its cities every disaster that I spoke against it, for they have become obstinate, not obeying my words. Asher the priest, the son of Immer, and chief official in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Pasher had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and put him in the stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but terror is on every side. For this is what the Lord says, I am about to make you a terror to both yourself and those you love. They will fall by the sword of their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give away all the wealth of this city all its products and valuables. Indeed, I will hand all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, and all who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. There you will die, and there you will be buried, you and all your friends to whom you prophesied lies. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I am a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out, I proclaim violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has become my constant disgrace and derision. I say, I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name. But his message becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in, and I cannot prevail. For I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him. Let's report him. Everyone I trusted 
watches for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived, so that we might prevail against him and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me, like a violent warrior. Therefore my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed, an everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten. Lord of armies, testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for I have presented my case to you. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord, for he rescues the life of the needy from evil people. May the day I was born be cursed. May the day my mother bore me never be blessed. May the man be cursed who brought the news to my father, saying, A male child is born to you, bringing him great joy. Let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime, because he didn't kill me in the womb, so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb? To see only struggle and sorrow. To end my life in shame. Psalm 119, verses 65 through 80. Lord, you have treated your servant well, just as you promised. Teach me good judgment and discernment, for I rely on your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. You are good, and you do what is good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant have smeared me with lies, but I obey your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are hard and insensitive, but I delight in your instruction. It was good for me to be afflicted, so that I could learn your statutes. Instruction from your lips is better for me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding so that I can learn your commands. Those who fear you will see me and rejoice, for I put my hope in your word. I know, Lord, that your judgments are just and that you have afflicted me fairly. May your faithful love comfort me as you promised your servant. May your compassion come to me so that I may live for your instruction is my delight. Let the arrogant be put to shame for slandering me with lies. I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you, those who know your decrees, turn to me. May my heart be blameless regarding your statutes so that I will not be put to shame. 
With your support, I rejoice in knowing that I am not just a one-man crew. Your donations help pay the podcast bills, including equipment, software, online presence, and monthly fees associated with maintaining production. If you're ever inclined to help us out with the podcast, go to patreon.com slash commuterbible. Also, a big thank you to those who continue to support this podcast through giving and through prayer. Thank you so much for making this possible. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.